Oh, yeah. Whatever day this is. Let's go neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling. What you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So, hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Welcome back to By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and welcome to one of the final four episodes of the first Corona Cup. Uh, what a journey it has been my friends. Uh, it is a Monday when I am recording this. I have taken the day off of work not to record these shows, but I am thinking that I might try to record all of the final four episodes since I have the day off anyways. Uh, and, and what do we have left to do? On our last episode, we ranked... Let me check my index cards here. We ranked, I believe, what was it, 112 to, to 97. So we are down to the final 96 names uh, left to be ranked and to be gone through the brackets. Uh, here in the Tournament of Nerdiness, I have a freshly printed out uh, bracket of 16 with consolation matches. Uh, and this is the final, these are the bottom 16. So these are the guys who didn't make the final round of 64 and didn't win uh, in the main bracket of that next group, 65 to 192 or whatever we're calling it, the runners-up or however we choose to say it. Um, so these will be 96 through, I think, 81, 80, 80, 81, something about there. Uh, and so... The goal is to get through all of this, and I noticed in my last episode, I felt like I was rushing, and I don't want to do that with this. These are, these are the creme de la creme of names here, so I don't want to rush through and not give these gentlemen their proper due. So I'm going to try to take things slow. I'm going to try to take things nice and even, and actually think about the matchups and and give some give some thought and give some time and give some respect to these people. Uh, I then have another bracket of sixteen for the other half. These are, would be the winners. So this would be sixty five through again somewhere eighty. I, I'm terrible with these kind of numbers. Um, and then eventually I'll have to print more brackets out because I am going to redo the first round of the finals, that final 64. I did it episodes ago, um, but I was putting everything into a, you know, a spreadsheet um, without printing it. And I, 
that feels wrong. It feels dirty almost at this point. Got to have the brackets. So, I believe I am ready. Um, we've had a new president now for a couple of days. Uh, people are still excited. Uh, but it's time to get back to work. It's time for the, the Biden transition team to get to work. And it's time for us to get to work here on the Corona Cup. So without any further ado, um, here are this group of 16. We're going to figure out who wins. Our first matchup is a toughie off the bat. Uh, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, taking on Brock Lesnar. Now on the surface, this is a no-brainer. Brock Lesnar should defeat Ted DiBiase, perhaps across the board. Uh, his WWF slash E career was longer, I would assume. Um, he won more big matches. He won more titles. And that next big thing, and then now the Beast Incarnate, those are some great gimmicks. Don't get me wrong. However, and I'm sure you could feel that however coming, while those are great gimmicks, the character of the Million Dollar Man is perhaps one of the greatest, period, gimmicks, period, ever, period. Um, in the late 80s, when people like Donald J. Trump were becoming huge deals and making lots of money, um, that character, that super rich millionaire with seasonal residences who just bought his way out of trouble, bought a title at one point, uh, was a perfect character for that era. And then it lasted into the uh, 90s, and he was able to transition when injuries uh, ended his career. He was able to transition and become a manager and had a pretty decent stable, no, you know, a nice mid-card stable, similar to what the Heenan family was uh, in that same late 80s era. Um, and then, of course, went to WCW and, you know, was the financial backer there. And, the, you know, things kind of fizzled at that point. Which is, again, fine. He was probably done. Uh, so I think the point I'm trying to make here is I'm giving Ted DiBiase the win over Brock Lesnar. For me, I got much more joy out of that character over the years uh, than I have with Ted DiBiase. Now, caveats here. Um, I missed much of Brock Lesnar's beginning. So I will eventually get to that, and perhaps at that moment in time, I'll change my opinion. Um, and I don't have a problem with him being a part-time champion. I actually kind of liked that. Uh, he's the, the Shao Kahn, the, you know, he's the, the guy that everyone's trying to, people had to fight for the honor of facing the champion. I kind of like that. The only thing missing is kind of like Mil Muertes in Lucha Underground. Lesnar should have had like a throne or a box seat where he could have watched because nobody is worth him actually coming down from that box seat. And until somebody finally proves themselves, he's just going to sit there. Um, obviously, that wasn't going to work with him personally, 
but I would have loved to see that. Uh, so I'm giving the win to Ted DiBiase. Brock Lesnar bounces down to the consolation bracket. All right. Our next matchup, Sid Vicious versus Seth Rollins. I have talked about uh, the craziness. I do think there needs to be a documentary made about Sid Vicious. Uh, Watching NWA, again, late 80s, he's part of the skyscrapers, and even then, he had the crowd in the palm of his hand. I don't know if it's just the size. I think there is a charisma to him, and if he doesn't talk a lot and just gestures to the crowd and does the thing where he gets on his knee, like he had that ability uh, to captivate an audience, which is rare to be able to do that without speaking. Like his promos never been his strong suit, even though I do appreciate how Sid learned kind of, I would call it the Jake Roberts school where you don't have to make lot of noise in order to cut a good promo sometimes in fact the quieter you are the better uh sid had that and actually i liked that sid would go from yelling and then he would get very quiet and then he would be loud again and then almost whisper Now, again, you might expect a however. I truthfully don't know which way I'm going to go with this because in terms of physical presence, Sid Vicious obviously has the edge. Seth Rollins, great guy. I like this new Messiah look a lot. I think that kind of works as a, you know, a wrestler. When you look at a wrestler, if I think of it as in terms of like posters. Uh, if I'm walking down the street, and there is a wrestling poster, my eye needs to be drawn to the character on the poster, which is why, truth be told, Tori Wilson, Stacey Keebler, uh, Maria, um, Sonny, they worked on posters because obviously eyes are going to be drawn to that. But in terms of a wrestler, you want that sort of captivation again. I want my eye to be drawn, and I want to go, who the heck is that guy? And Sid has that. And I actually think this, the hair that reminds me of my grandmother and people of her ilk, um, you know, I, I do think the hair actually has a little bit to do with that. But Sid Vicious has the presence. Seth Rollins, um, now with the jacket and the hair kind of up in, you know, whatever it is, a bun or whatever he's doing with it, that works, but again, Sid's pre- that's going to draw the eye. So Sid, I think, holds the edge on that. In-ring talent, there is no question Seth Rollins wins. By far. Promo skill. Also give that to Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins cuts a decent promo. Um, I also think that we need to talk about, and again, I'll come back to the joy factor, but we need to talk about uh, the ability to play both babyface and heel. I think that's also important. Um, Sid could do that. Uh, Rollins can do that. That's a, That I would call, if I was going through here and giving the edge, that would be a toss-up. Uh, I think they both have that ability. Um, you know, success, 
Rollins obviously has more success in terms of number of titles won and bigger moments. Sid Vicious lost at WrestleMania 13, but never had a huge WrestleMania moment that I can remember. Um, his biggest moment is either A, breaking his leg, or B, um, his thing at the Rumble where he pulls Hogan out of the ring. That might be his biggest pay-per-view moment. Uh, also powerbombing Shawn Michaels after WrestleMania 11 might also be a big moment. Um, I'm going to give it to Rollins because I do think since I've when I came back to wrestling in 2014 with the advent of the WWE Network, um, Rollins has been there and I've enjoyed him the entire time. So I'm going to give it to Rollins, but that was much closer than it could have been. Now I'm looking, and I've been actually now spending multiple minutes on each matchup, which, again, I'm fine with because I think as the matches go on, I'm not going to continue talking about Sid to this level. But these last four episodes may be a bit longer. I'm sorry if you really enjoy the 30-minute pieces. Uh, you're going to be disappointed. I hope not. But uh, Next up, R-Truth versus Sami Zayn. Whew. Very, very tough. Um I just listened to R-Truth's podcast with The New Day. Um, I was listening to it as I went to Doc Manson's house for the first time in six, seven months um, to drop off a book I bought for him, I think, before the lock, uh, before quarantine. Um, regardless, R-Truth is great. Again, um, he has a presence. The, the, the rapping to the ring and all of that, he is obviously hilarious. Um, he has some in-ring skills. He hasn't needed to use them as much in these newer iterations, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I loved him as Ron the Truth Killings in NWA TNA. Uh, he's very good as a heel um, and obviously good as a babyface. So, uh, you know, a lot to like. I'm going to go with Sami Zayn here. That's not a knock on Truth. It's just, uh, you know, at looking at who has won these first three matches – I think we can see uh, where my values are in ring work. DiBiase over Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is a great hoss beast wrestler, but obviously I'm looking for a more scientific sort of thing. So DiBiase, Rollins, Zane. I think we, we can, again, we can see that. But again, let's not discount the fact that Sami Zayn does not have the presence. He's not going to, uh, you know, catch your eye on a poster necessarily although he might now with the kind of fidel castro look that actually might catch your eye uh but excellent mic skills can play face or heel i've mentioned it before how i didn't think this was going to work and i love that it does uh so i'm giving the win to sammy Zayn. this next one is rough and tough terry funk versus dusty Rhodes. i mean come on Terry Funk versus Dusty Rhodes. My goodness. Uh, you know, uh, both extremely charismatic, both extremely popular, uh, both retired multiple times and probably should have ended their in-ring careers well before they did. Um, you know, I would. I, it's hard to say who the better promo is. Dusty had the better sound bites, but Terry Funk 
possibly was the better storyteller. I don't even know if that's true, but I find myself more drawn to a Terry Funk promo, being that I'm, A, it's not the 80s, and I'm not the son of a plumber. And Terry Funk talking about, you know, the promos that I am thinking of with Terry Funk are the I'm an old man, like him at the end of his career, which were still great promos. Although his early ECW, Eastern Championship Wrestling, him and Eddie Gilbert talking about, you know, him like talking to a horse's duty like it was Eddie Gilbert. Fantastic. I'm giving the win to Terry Funk. That's me. I'm giving the win to Terry Funk. Um, you might think differently, and that's totally fine. I, t- Dusty probably should win. This is also, again, neither of these guys are of my era. Love, love to both of them. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a heart herder, as I have been calling it. Uh, the next up, uh, Christian versus the model. Again, this is going to show. Now, both of them are great wrestlers, but this is going to show my love of the gimmicks, especially kind of the silly ones. Nothing wrong with Captain Charisma. Again, not really my. I, my era is 93 to 2000, 2001, and then I'm off to college. I'm not watching as religiously. I'm not paying attention as religiously, and eventually it peters out completely. Um, so I missed some of this. I missed all of Christian and TNA. I missed all of him returning to the WWE and being world champion and feuding with Orton. Didn't see any of that. Um, I did catch the Captain Charisma and the stuff with Tomko, which was great, but my era, that 93 to 96, which is the core years where wrestling is everything to young DC Matthews, the model Rick Martel is part of that. Um, even beforehand, you know, his blindfold match with Jake Roberts, which I continue to submit, is one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time from a crowd ring psychology standpoint. Uh, I'm giving the win to the model, but that's just me. Again, I I understand that many of you will disagree with a lot of my picks. Uh, Vader versus Bret Hart. I mean, come on. If we follow the history of just this episode, I should go with Bret uh, because of the superior in-ring work. If we follow what I just talked about with Rick Martel, I should go with Brett. Uh, Brett is the first favorite wrestler I ever had. That means something. Uh, I didn't like Vader as a kid. Vader attacked Gorilla Monsoon. I always, I was born uh, after both of my grandfathers passed away. Random fact for you: both of my grandfathers died. Uh, before I was born. My mother's father actually passed away when she was a teenager. Um, and my father's father, the champ's dad, passed away two or three years before I was born. So I never had a grandfather. Gorilla Monsoon was what I thought a grandfather should be like. Uh, whether it was the kind of shaded sunglasses or just, you know, he was smart, he seemed kind. He would not put up with any guff. Um, Gorilla Monsoon was, in a weird way, kind of a grandfather figure. Um, and I guess Bobby Heenan could have been as well, just he's the different one. He's the one that's going to, you know, 
teach you things that your parents probably don't want you to know at an early age. Um, so when Vader attacked Gorilla Monsoon, I took that very hard and very personally. Um, so I didn't like Vader. I My appreciation of Vader is, is now just what a mastodon, obviously. What a brutal guy. What a fantastic uh, talent for a big man. If this was a hoss tournament, hey, there's an idea for a future corona, or by the book tournament. Uh, do just all hosses. That's an idea. I should write that down. Um, I'm going to go with Bret Hart because, again, he is he was my guy. I was a Bret Hart guy. Um, I don't know how far Bret will advance in this tournament because of how heartbreaking it was uh, when he became a bitter little boy. And my hero, like he was one of the first heroes that turned into a villain. Um, you know, many of you are feeling that way with Chris Jericho right now. Like, how could someone I loved so much wind up to be such a dumb ass? Uh, I had that with Brett. All right. Uh, we're still in round one, so <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. I, I don't apologize because I'm having fun, but, oh, man. At some point, i got to speed it up, I think. Uh, Booker T versus Sonata. Sonata is the only name. He's the only New Japan name. Um, and so he's the only name that's actually, like, recent of the last two or three years. Um, you know, I don't remember Sonata in TNA. I've seen him since watching New Japan, which is a relatively recent thing for me. Uh, having said that, he's, he's everything I want. He's got the look. Uh, he's got the in-ring talent. He has the charisma. Um, you know, I, I will dance if he ever gets a chance to win a major title. Um, and I'm going to give him the win over Booker T. You know, I like Booker T fine, uh, but Booker T never was a favorite. He was good. I enjoyed him. But, you know, a Booker T squash match is not something I'm probably going to watch. A Sonata squash match? watch all of them all right so sonata gets the win our final matchup in the opening round is bam bam bigelow versus john cena again cena should win this 99 times out of 100 um you know despite what people say john cena is a capable if not quality professional wrestler inside the ring um his gimmick lasted um I submit that he turned heel well before, like, he's still, you know, after the thugonomics thing. Since John Cena ascended and became John Cena, you know, he didn't turn heel, uh, but I think he did, you know. Um, RVD, One Night Stand 2006, uh, CM Punk, what is that, the 2011 Money in the Bank? Like, he's been the heel. The whole idea that, you know, him turning heel means people like him see Roman Reigns. Him become, Roman Reigns becoming the tribal chief made him more popular than he's been since being part of the Shield. Um, that would have happened with John Cena. John Cena actually turns heel. He becomes more popular than ever. So it's smart of them not to have done that. Having said all of that, again, of my era, 93 to 96, Bam Bam versus LT. That's the main event of the WrestleMania in Hartford. I didn't go to the show, but I was in the building that weekend for FanFest. Um, 
I don't remember getting an autograph or anything from Bigelow, but, you know, Bigelow's my guy. Uh, I played the original WrestleMania arcade game on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and I thought it was amazing that a guy like Bam Bam Bigelow could do a cartwheel. So I'm giving the win to Bigelow, because again, when it comes to joy, he gives me more joy. All right. It took 24 minutes and 20 seconds, but we have wrapped up round one. So now we're going to continue going. We have our consolation brackets. That's what we'll do first. Um, and we'll sort of make our way. And then we're going to have to break these up because I want these 16 talents ranked in order. Um, so, you know, we'll eventually, the first thing we'll probably do is figure out who's going to be 96. So if you need to pause, take a minute feel free to do so but i'm going to keep going to to quote uh the uh the potty i'm going to go in three two uh our constellation round begins with lesnar versus sid vicious again <laughs> lesnar should win as much fun as that would be to take lesnar in his prime and sid in his prime uh lesnar still should win but I'm going to give the victory to Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious, I find a more entertaining wrestler than Lesnar. So Lesnar loses both his opening matches. Um, R-Truth versus Dusty, that has to be Dusty. It has to be. Um, as much as I love R-Truth, and I do, that has to go to Dusty Rhodes. Uh, Christian versus Vader, I'm giving that to Vader. And then we have Booker T versus John Cena. I will then give that to John Cena. Um, so, here we, now we're moving quickly. Now that I've set all my pieces, now we're moving, now we're moving along here. Um, so our bottom four is some combination of Brock Lesnar, R-Truth, Christian, and Booker T. So in our matchup of Lesnar and Truth, we obviously have to go with Lesnar. Uh, and in Christian and Booker T is a little trickier. I'm taking, see, this is the problem. I'm taking King Booker out of the equation. This is why Booker T didn't, hasn't won. Um, because I'm treating King Booker separately. You know, I should probably have gone through and pulled Christian Cage, the TNA version, but I didn't. And I didn't separate the different eras of Christian. Brood Christian versus uh, Goofy Edge and Christian Christian versus Christian Cage or Captain Charisma. So I'm giving it to Christian uh, over Booker T, but that is likely because I'm taking my favorite era of Booker T out. Having said that, Booker T in the supermarket with Stone Cold is awesome. I do like that Booker T. So am I right? When I think of Christian, I think of Tomko, lay me down some funky beats. And that's it. Um, although I think of Booker T and I think, uh, well, you know, I'm probably wrong. I think of the supermarket. I think of his interactions with The Rock. I think of him just doing the five-time, five-time, the sucker. I think of his team with Goldust. I am wrong. I have more fond, I have fonder memories of Booker T than I do of Christian, so I am changing my mind, and I am going with uh, Booker T. So, 
we have our final matchup here. Uh, not our final matchup. This is the battle for the bottom two spots. Uh, it's our truth versus Christian. Clearly, our truth gets the win. So I am saying that Christian is the 96th wrestler on the list, and our truth is number five. So technically, interesting to note, according to this, Christian is two spots above Edge. Edge was at 98. Christian is at 96. In my head, that seems wrong. But according to the bracket, it's right. So at some point, perhaps I will need to, again, revisit some of this and actually see what we're doing here. Uh, but it's funny how they were very close together. That's always like in the PWI magazines. It was always funny how members of a tag team wound up somewhat close together, if not right next to each other, like 95, 96, 201, 202. Uh, so Lesnar versus Booker T. Yeah, that's got to be Lesnar. So Booker T is 94th, and Brock Lesnar is the 93rd, I guess we would go with favorite on this list. So those four are now taken care of. All right. I have four in the consolation brackets, but I have eight in the main bracket, which means we need to return to the main bracket uh, so that four of them can go down into the consolation. So Ted DiBiase versus Seth Rollins. I think based on the justification that I gave in the first matchup with DiBiase and Lesnar, I got to give the win to Ted DiBiase. Seth Rollins, the shield was a great gimmick. As a trio, was Seth Rollins ever the best part of that? Not until he hit the others with a chair. Um, and since then, has he had a an all-time gimmick? No. You could argue that this messiah gimmick is just another iteration of cm punk straight edge society there's similarities there nothing wrong with that but dibiase's gimmick goes above and beyond so ted dibiase gets the win over seth rollins now i'm gonna bump him down to the bottom of the consolation to avoid rematches whenever possible and so we are gonna get seth rollins versus john cena uh sammy zang versus terry funk Personally, I would go with Sami Zayn. Uh, have I mentioned Jeremy's name on this podcast yet? We're 30 minutes, almost 31 minutes in, and I don't know that I've said Jeremy's name. He's essentially the co-host, and I, I have all but ignored him. My apologies uh, to Jeremy. At EPL and NFL, check out the Piece of Business podcast if you haven't yet. Um, Jeremy would say Terry Funk should win, and there's no argument. I suppose for him, I will go with that. That is not the, tr the decision I would make personally, but out of respect for him, I will go with that. Sami Zayn drops down to wrestle Vader. Uh, the model Rick Martel versus Bret Hart. I, I got to go with Bret again. Uh, that would be a wonderful match to watch. That's probably happened back in the 92-93 loop. Um, yeah. The model will go take on Dusty Rhodes in the uh, Constellations. And then we've got Sonata versus Bam Bam Bigelow. I do love Sonata, but I got to give gotta give the love to Bigelow. Sonata will take on Sid. And actually, that matchup is going to happen right now because 
we have our final four. Now we have this bottom eight, so we've got to whittle that down again. So Sonata versus Sid again. As I do love Sonata. The fact that he's on this page at all is a victory. But yeah, Sid's got to win that. Um, the model versus Dusty Rhodes. Dusty has to win that. No question. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Vader. That is tricky. That is tricky because... Vader's good. Vader would beat the crap out of Sami Zayn. <laughs> um, but Sammy is the better wrestler. Sammy is more charismatic. And Vader's being a baby face was weird. And not in a good way weird. It was just weird. Uh, so yeah, I'm giving it to Zayn. And uh, Seth Rollins versus John Cena. I gotta go with Seth Rollins. He's, I prefer him over John Cena. Uh, so now we have the next four. This would be 92 to 89. We need to figure out here. Uh, Sonata versus the model. Again, I got to go with the model. I love Sonata, but that model character, all-time great gimmick. Uh, Tyler Breeze is wonderful and nowhere close to the model. Um, Vader versus John Cena. I got to go with Vader. So for... For 91st place, is it Sonata or is it John Cena? I think it has to be John Cena. So Sonata will be 92, uh, beating Brock Lesnar. And John Cena will be 91. Again, two spots above Lesnar. Funny how that works out. And then the model versus Vader. Vader's run in WCW was awesome and i didn't even see all of it i wasn't watching it live but watching the stuff on um his clash of champions and his pay-per-views he was absolute destruction and that black horned helmet that had smoke coming out had i been watching wcw as a kid that would have both terrified me and i would have begged for to find some way to make that a halloween costume um i would have totally wanted to be vader so the model rick martell number 90 Big Van Vader, number 89. Good for you, Leon. All right, we're going to stick with the constellations here. Sid Vicious versus Dusty. Again, we got to go with Dusty on that one. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Seth Rollins. You know, both of them are wonderful in-ring wrestlers. I enjoy Sami Zayn's heel more than Seth Rollins. I like this Messiah gimmick, but I'm not seeing it super regularly, although I'm not seeing Zayn's either. But Zane looks to be having a lot more fun with this character. And the way he won uh, that Intercontinental title in the ladder match, just delightful. So I'm giving the win to Zane. So we need to figure out who is going to be 88 and who is 87. Is it Sid Vicious or Seth Rollins? They did battle in the opening round. It's a rematch. But I don't think uh, my opinion is going to change. Sid Vicious will be 88. Seth Rollins is 87. That works for me. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. All right, so we now return to the main bracket. We have semifinal matchups. Uh, the losers go down to the consolation semifinals. The winners advance. Ted DiBiase versus Terry Funk. I'm going to continue 
to go with that million dollar man character just great uh terry funk i will send down again to the bottom uh, although either one is going to be a rematch. He was either going to face Dusty or he was going to face Sami Zayn again. Uh, he's going to go face Sami Zayn. Uh, and then we have Bret Hart versus Bam Bam Bigelow, which I believe is, is it 93? That might be the opening round match of the 93 King of the Ring. It's sad that I know that. And I'm not going to stop and look it up. But I think it is. And I, I got to go with Bret again. Uh, I have to honor little dc and how much i was a fan i owned pink shades i put friends in the sharpshooter all the time um backbreaker second rope elbow russian leg sweep i had his entire move set down pat um brett was great so constellation semifinals uh bam bam bigelow versus dusty Rhodes. I prefer, well, no, I do like Dusty, but the things I like about, I loved him on commentary in WCW, um, Clubberin and his, my favorite thing of anything Dusty Rhodes is his commentary. Is it Kevin Sullivan and Brian Pillman or they fight in the bathroom and he thinks it is the greatest thing ever in the world that they are fighting in the bathroom and he is so happy on commentary. Um, I will give it to Dusty. Part of that is for Jeremy. Part of that is for the commentary. Uh, and then we have Sami Zayn versus Terry Funk. And I'm going to change the original. Like, Terry Funk won the opening match. But I am going to give this to Sami Zayn. I really enjoy Sami Zayn. I think he is having a great run um, in the WWE. No love lost to Terry Funk. I will have Terry Funk beat Bam Bam Bigelow. So Bam Bam Bigelow will be 86. Terry Funk will be 85. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, and so now we have our final four here. Dusty Rhodes or Sami Zayn. I will give it to Dusty Rhodes. I don't think there's anything wrong with Sami Zayn being 84. Dusty Rhodes being 83. So Dusty gets third place on this page. In the, the 83rd favorite wrestler, just ranked again. I've stopped calling this my favorites once Stevie Richards made the top 112. I was like, all right, clearly there's a flaw in the plan. Uh, so that leads us to our finals to determine who will be 82 and who will be 81. Ted DiBiase or Bret Hart. And it comes down to this. To the best of my knowledge... Ted DiBiase has not turned against pro wrestling. Now, I could be wrong. He started a faith ministry. Um, there may be something fishy in terms of the finances of the faith ministry. I don't, I don't know. I seem to recall there being some sort of potential scandal. I don't know if that's true. It could have been the son. It could be Ted DiBiase. I don't know. But Ted DiBiase, as far as I can tell was still a fan of pro wrestling all the way through. Bret Hart, understandably so, let's be real here, understandably so, was anti-pro wrestling for a very long time. Again, understandably so. 
got screwed by the WWF. Uh, Goldberg potentially ended his career. Owen Hart, again, Bulldog, Neidhart, Colton, you know, all of that stuff. I do understand it, but the bitter Brett era means I can't have him win this page. So I am giving the victory here and the 81st wrestler on this list, the winner of this page, is the million dollar man Ted DiBiase who defeated let's just listen to this listen to this group uh Lesnar Rollins Terry Funk Bret Hart that's who he beat to get here Bret beat Vader the model Bam Bam Bigelow uh Bret did not have his Bret had a much easier road but Ted DiBiase wins and is uh the champion of this bracket he is 81st which means now we're down to 80 uh, on our next episode, we will get from 80 to 65, and then we will have the final two episodes to take those final 64 names and actually determine who is going to win the damn thing. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you joining me on this episode and all the other episodes that you've happened to listen to. This chapter is closed. There are only three chapters remaining. We will see you the next time we go. By the book.